Welcome to another episode of Corruption of Child Protective Services. I am your host, David Shore. Well, yesterday I got the opportunity to speak to someone. Well, it happened to be Mike Bronze, Senator Mike Bronze, Regional Director Jackie Dermody, D E R M O D Y. Now, I did try to bring up the things such as what DCS has done, but all of a sudden, she just wanted to know exactly what I wanted them to do. She did not hear, she did hear my podcast, which I'm, I sent her one episode. Many of you have listened to all my episodes. And to Miss Dermati, I say, why don't you do that if you haven't already? She was more interested in me and less interested in DCS, in CPS. What does that tell you? It tells you that the senator is far too busy. That Miss Dermati is more interested in keeping her job than it is to actually confront those that are abusing the kids. They don't want the truth to get out that CPS, DCS, DCF, DCFS, whatever initials they want to give themselves, abuses the kids more. And remember that uh, six or seven times more likely the children will be abused in the system than out. But hey, if we can't go to a senator, who can we go to? That's probably what your question is. Correct? Well, guess what? How about the Inspector General? What, you've never heard of the Inspector General's office? Maybe you have and you say, oh, that's just on the federal level. Actually, there are state officers that deal with several issues. Now, some of those issues are as follows. How about obstruction of justice, official misconduct of a public servant, and falsifying child abuse or neglect or records while on the job? What, you've never heard of that either? Well, guess what? In February 4th of this year, ABC 21 out of Allen County, Indiana, a former Department of Child Services worker is accused of skipping home visits and filing false documents saying she did. This is from that actual article. The Department of Child Services worker's name is Melissa Castile, C-A-S-T-E-E-L, 39, is charged with a slew of obstruction of justice, official misconduct of a public servant, and falsifying child abuse or neglect records while on the job. Ms. Dermati, if you would have actually let me read this, you would have heard that. But maybe you didn't want to because DCS probably, or uh, Ms. Stigden probably said, make sure that you don't get any information from him. Get as much information about him as we can use against him. So that's one thing. Don't go to a senator or congressman and don't go to the regional director of the senator or congressman. Because chances are you're not going to get anywhere. Now, 
an officer with the Indiana Office of the Inspector General launched an investigation into Castile, who was with the Allen County DCS office from February 2016 through September 2018. Now, DCS fired the family case manager for falsifying electronic records pertaining to child welfare matters in the Management Gateway for Indiana Kids, M-A-G-I-K. Let me repeat that again. Management Gateway for Indiana Kids, M-A-G-I-K. That means every time that they have a visit, they take picture of the child, they then report afterwards, which I will get into. DCS policy states that case managers need to have monthly face-to-face meetings with every child under DCS care. A photo of the child needs to be taken during the visit. Once the visit is complete, the case manager should document what happened during the face-to-face meeting and upload the photo to MAGIC, M-A-G-I-K. Now, the reason why I, I spell this out is because MAGIC, in this case, is spelled with a K. An investigator overseeing the case said that family case managers will sometimes make a placeholder entry in the system that says, quote, more information will be uploaded soon, unquote. This placeholder entry prevents the magic system from automatically sending out a notice to DCS supervisors that a child has not been visited in the 30-day required period. According to court documents, DCS supervisors have found that entries made by family case managers that are brief and give no detail are often signs of false reports. Oh my goodness. That's exactly what happened with some of Castile's records, prosecutors allege. The inspector overseeing this case said he found several face-to-face visits in that magic system that didn't happen. He also found that Castile submitted three reports to the Allen County Juvenile Court that contained some of these falsely reported face-to-face visits. When investigators spoke with Castile, she told them she saw her children every month. <laughs> Excuse me. Did you kind of fib there a little, Miss Castile? She explained that the dates that didn't match in the online reporting system was intentional so as not to alert her supervisors of a missed meeting. How many of you in Indiana, around the country, and even around the world have experienced missed meetings? And they put in there, there was in fact a meeting. Well, which is it? Was there was there not a meeting? Let's go on. In August 2018, Castile made an entry reporting a face-to-face visit with a child while taking her to a Richmond, Indiana Youth Services Center. She stated the visit happened in the online system on July 13, 2018. However, investigators interviewed the foster parent who would have been involved in the visit, and the foster parent said Castile canceled the visit due to death of her stepfather. She couldn't explain why she entered the July 13th visit when she knew it didn't happen. That's from the foster parent. 
Court documents detail similar instances where Castile set up a meeting but then canceled it. Afterward, she uploaded paperwork saying that the visit happened. Castile did admit to investigators that a couple of visits didn't happen. According to online records, she's been released on her own recognizance ahead of her initial hearing set for Wednesday. Excuse me, that's from 2016 to 2018. Two years. Almost three years. She's just now being released from her job. Now, the uh, person who wrote this is a Kayla Crandall. Kayla Crandall is an Emmy Award-winning journalist. She serves as the social media and digital content manager at WPTA. You can follow her on Twitter at Kayler, K-A-Y-L-E-R, Jane, J-A-Y-N-E. So, if you want, question her. Ask her, you know, tell her a brief history of your story. If you get to this WPTA21.com, they do have one for email. Why don't you drop her an email, see uh, what's going on. So, Miss Digden, you got company. Hey, Miss Dermati. Now, in our meeting, I told Miss Dermati that I do not put people on Front Street. I do not believe it because people would start hammering her. But guess what? In this case, I made the exception. Why did I make the exception? Because if you don't hear everything and you just jump to the conclusion... Because it's like for some reason, yeah, I do want them to look at my criminal case. And I do have a criminal case. And it's connected to my DCS case. She didn't want to hear anything of that. She was more focused on my criminal case and less on the DCS And I wonder why. I mean, if I'm mentioning about DCS, I'll tell you right now. I think it's time that people realize government's not your friend. DCS is not your friend. But then again, why should we think that these people are our friends. And I'll tell you why. It's because media, government, everyone does the exact same thing. Now I'm just going to make this one segment. But then again, maybe it's time, instead of us relying on government, we just send them on permanent vacation. Okay? Senator Mike Braun, I believe, is on the ballot. There are others they are also on the ballot. You in Indiana, get out and vote. And, well, let's just say this. Let's send these people and their regional directors on a vacation. Because, after all, they don't want to confront the God Child Protection Services. They don't want to upset them to tell them, hey, excuse me, why are you uh, doing this? 
why would you award more than $4.7 million to an agency that since 2017 at least has had numerous violations that has had numerous reports that they want an overhaul of it and why a federal senator you know I'm going to make another segment so we'll be back and we are back now what did I want to talk to you about well just this when you file a title 1983 lawsuit in a federal court about a state issue anything from well DCS not doing their job or CPS not doing their job you can sue them about you know anything whether or not they take up the case that's entirely up to the court the federal court they can intervene on police brutality they can even intervene on an employment, a state employer. You have got the FBI investigating state things. And yes, they do investigate like the police department. Now, the police department federal? No, they are state. If people report the police to the state and the state does nothing, you go to the federal. Well, with CPS, on the other hand, if you try going to the state, the state does absolutely nothing because the state's not going to go up against a big, badass CPS. Now, if you appeal CPS decision, yeah, the appellate court will work in your favor. But what if you don't realize you have that option? Well, then you figure, okay, I will go to the feds. I will go to my center of congressmen. I mean, after all, isn't that what we pay them for? Our tax dollars go for? Oh, but apparently, looks like, oh, no, no, you can't do that. Senator congressmen are far too busy to be dealing with matters of child protective services. And they can't even go in and talk to the attorney general and say, hey, look, you know, I've got a constituent. He's having issues with getting paperwork and stuff for the from the Department of Child Services. Look, could you just make, you know, in other words, just give them an opportunity to get the paperwork. Most, of course, they were given instructions by Ms. Stigden. Don't give him anything. Don't help him out. Because after all, everything was just fine until I mentioned DCS to you, Miss Dermati. Then all of a sudden, your face turned white. You had the deer caught in headlights look. And so you had to do everything you can or you could to make sure to steer away from the subject of DCS corruption. So, I already voted and, uh, well, let's just put it this way. 
my vote did not go to Senator Mike Braun. I mean, I thought I'd benefit the doubt. But since obviously you want to listen to DCS more than you want to listen to people like you and I. Do you see a connection here, folks? Do you see that CPS has more power than a state senator, a governor, an attorney general, a federal senator, a federal congressman, up to the president of the United States? They are so afraid of CPS. They are so terrified that if they do anything against this non-law enforcement agency. Now, if you heard me read DCS's policy and procedures, they read less like an administration manual and more like a law enforcement manual. Now, why are they allowing this to happen? They say they're protecting children. If that was the case, then how come groups like Anonymous One? How come there was a uh, lawsuit that was allowed in federal court with those nine special needs children being abused? If that was the case, how come people like former Georgia State, Georgia Senator Nancy Schaefer and federal prosecutor Bill Bowen were both found dead and all their materials were missing. All of them. Well, I can tell you right now, and I probably said this before, but I know someone. That person has the information and don't know if the person released it a couple years ago, but I will say this. Eventually, all that evidence is going to be released and it will blow DCPS right out of the water. It is evidence that is damaging. And yes, there are high-ranking people in politics that would be taken down. Or maybe Jeffrey Epstein's ledger of everyone that was at his private island are going to be exposed. And I wonder if some of those people actually are high-ranking people in child protection services. You know, why else would Jeffrey Epstein be allegedly murdered? I said allegedly because there's rumors that he was never murdered. So we have to ask the question. Why was a former police officer in Jeffrey Epstein's cell and that Jeffrey Epstein had his neck snapped in three places. If CPS was so concerned with the safety and well-being of our children, why then are people like Rose McGowan and Corey Feldman, two, two actors who are now activists to protect children, how come it is then that they're coming forward? For years they're coming forward. What about the people that I've told you about? What about the articles that state that in Indiana alone, there have been numerous 
numerous counts of abuse and or neglect on the part of CPS. You just heard in this episode how a a DCS worker was fired for falsifying her records, for missing meetings. I mean, if you're like me, you're probably thinking, well, if there's one, there's more than one. And it's more than just in one area. I think it's all over the state and all over the country. Our kids are supposed to be the most important thing. We're supposed to protect them. But you know something? We don't protect the parents. We don't. We will protect the children, but the parents? Oh, what is it, uh, Miss Stigden and Miss Dermati? What, fuck the parents? As long as we keep the kids safe? Is the kids safe for what? For trafficking? Huh? Is that what it is? Because how many kids are caught in sex trafficking that they just ran away? Well, how many of those runaways ran away from CPS, the foster home that they were living in? You know, you don't... Nobody brings that up. The media, after the fact, brings that up. I mean, come on. Mr. Motti, 2,406 children were documented at DCS website in the system of being adopted out yet 2,489 the governor of Indiana says hey we adopted that many out where were the other 83 children since obviously you didn't want me to say anything or you didn't allow me to say anything like that I'm putting it out there and I'm putting you out on front street before you decide to email me why don't you ask the governor to ask Lynn Johnson, the Assistant Secretary for the Department of Children and Families. Ask her, why is it a guy from South Bend, Indiana has reports at least in this, this year alone that three cases of wrongful termination of parental rights from the Department of Child Services hit the appellate court that in 2019 there is a lawsuit currently going on about nine special needs children who are reporting abuse from their caretakers in state care that DCS is abusing them or hey how about in 2018 when 10 appeals in six months of wrongful termination of parental rights that it Actually, the appellate court ordered a reversal and remand. How about also in 2018, there was that group that Holcomb, Governor Holcomb and Terry Stigden hired and that they said they were going to do something about it and they've done absolutely nothing. Why does this keep on going? Hey, uh, Miss Stigden, why don't you check all the caseworkers' work? And not just from 2016, but farther back, 20 years, the year 2000. Oh, that's too much work. Well, Mr. Motti, you know, 
If I were you, I'd go to your office, take a good look around, because Mike Braun may not have a job after this November. It's not just because of this. People are waiting for this st stimulus. Isn't Mike Braun part of the Senate? And isn't his whole thing being held up in the Senate? You know, families in Indiana are just sick and tired. They want action. Looks like all Senator Braun is doing is just sitting on his fat ass, collecting his money, and you're going along with it. You ride up Senator Braun's ass. Oh, yeah, if something like getting somebody's DD-214 or getting medical records or finding out about a stimulus check, that's one thing. But when it's something that involves families, you are given the big middle finger. Now, Ms. Stignan, Ms. Dermati, sorry, I'm trying to pronounce that last name right, do something for the families. Investigate. Go on the federal level and then ask federal investigators to check what's going on in DCS. You can do that. Oh, uh, Senator Braun can't do that. He can't go in, into uh, the, the governor's office and ask to do this or do that. Wow, but Congressman Tim Romer did. Jackie Walorski does. That's not dealing with families. You know something? I have no more usage of government. People, you've heard the steps. Get all the information. If you can use obstruction of justice, do it. If you, about uh, their capacity as a... Uh, state official, use it. If you can get him for falsifying documents, do it. Find out everything you can and in the next episode I will go into step-by-step -step details exactly what the state wants. I will use Indiana. Yes, I'm using Indiana but I'll guarantee you it can be used anywhere or just about anywhere. If you're out of the country like Singapore, find out their steps. But above all, don't give up. Well, I know this is only two segments of this, but I will say this. You've heard about a DCS worker being fired for falsifying her records. Her, that she missed meetings. How many more? Can't just be one. It's like Lay's potato chips. So... If you are in, in the States or anywhere in the world and you're supposed to have monthly meetings and monthly meetings are missed and you documented it, put it online. Put them on Front Street, and especially your CPS social worker and also your regional director, a representative of your politician. Put them on Front Street and ask the one question, why is this happening? And why can't they do more than just focus more on you and less on the agency that has actually done the damage? Ladies and gentlemen, they are your children, not the government's. So do everyone a favor. 
as you do your family a favor. Put them on the front street. This is an election year. You know, it's two weeks and five days until the election. And if you got early voting, vote. If, the, the, if your state and federal senators and congressmen are not going to do anything, especially on such things as CPS violations and the stimulus, vote them out. Let's see how the regional directors do when they're un- unemployed, when they have to worry where their next paycheck is going to come from. And yes, Miss Jackie Dermati, that also is on you. Do not email me and tell me I thought we had an agreement. I'm sorry, but I am not here for myself. I'm here to give information to the masses. Give information to people that either they may not have known about it or may not have known what steps to take. That is why I'm here, not for myself. Anything happens to me, my information's still online. Just like Bill Bowen's family, Innocence Destroyed. If anyone can get on YouTube, Google that. But I will tell you, and I believe I said it before, have a strong stomach. These kids that you'll see on there, they got abused while in the system. This is David Shore for Corruption and Child Protective Services. Until next time.